Hey, hey guys, how many how many best picture noms do you have in your top ten lists? Uh, three uh, or four? Wait, one, two, three. One, two, three, <laughs> four. I have four. Five. Eat shit. Welcome to reshoot amateurs in no suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, Hector, and Ed laugh till the end. Let's see something never done before. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reshoot, an amateur's guide to good or film. This episode We're- is on time. On time. Not definitely late on time. At all. <laughs> definitely on time. We recorded this before the Oscars. We uh, nominations. We just know about them through uh, the future. Just- we are so cultured in film, we can predict the future now. I can see the future. I can see the future. Yeah, we can see the the nominees. We are still not cultured enough to know who's going to win, though. It's definitely not February when we recorded this. It's going to be May. <laughs> oh, no, that's worse. <laughs> that's worse. Mm, no, uh, real talk, guys. Uh, the reason that we know this is because we went vegan. And we have vegan powers. Oh, God. Vegan powers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Vegan powers, yes. Yes. Amazing. Great. Totally. You know, the, the best part about the new Scott Pilgrim? That's a mega spoiler. <laughs> We're going... You should censor that. I'm, I'm going to censor that. He, you're, he's editing oh, this Oh, you're episode. editing. I'll send you you're, the censor. I'm yeah, editing? I'll, yes. Hector <laughs> okay. and I edited the last two. Okay, yeah, then that's totally... My computer's getting fixed. <clears throat> so, what we usually do, everyone, is... Oh, let's say our names, by the way. Uh, I am the least classy of us, Hector. Mm-hmm. I am the fancy cultured lass, Dab. Dab, that's right, I'm bringing Dab back. I am Hasung. You're what? I'm Hasung. Hey son. Hey son. Oh, I thought I said Hassan, like uh, no. someone. Okay. Hey son, that makes sense. You're not, you were, I don't think you even know like three words in Korean, but go off, King. <laughs> I know names. I know Haseo. I know Haseo. I know Inyun. Inyun. Soju. Oh, yeah, Soju. I've never had soju. It's so good. Is it really? I've never had it. Yeah, it's really I heard good. it kicks you in the ass, though, if you don't expect it. Yes, it's better than... I prefer to sake, honestly. Oh, interesting. Sake? Sake? All right. So, usually we fix movies that are good, bad, or somewhere in between. Right? That's our whole little creative exercise gimmick, glorified fan fiction. We've gotten that one before. Whatever you want to call it. But this time... Not cri- not critique. Not critique. No. We do more critique. This time, though, we're doing a best of 2023 because we love movies. And, uh... Do you, Ruthie, do you want to start your list? Because you had a little more on your list. Yeah, should I uh, do my, I guess, honorable mentions of movies that I wanted to watch but I didn't get a chance to? Yeah, sure. Give the movies... Or should I do the movies I regret watching? <laughs> Start off with. I think I think the regret watching should be uh, after the top ten. Yeah, yeah. So okay. do the ones you didn't get yeah. a chance to watch. Okay, starting at number twelve, Napoleon. I like a historical fiction. 
Mr. Monk's last case is number 11. Knock at the Cabin was number 10. Oh, that was last year. Shit. Yeah. I I saw Knock at the Cabin. How was it? It was okay. Okay. Is it worth being number 10 on my list? Of 12? You, you needed to watch? Of that I or wanted you... to watch, but I didn't get a chance to? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's a waste of your time. That's for sure. It's a it's a decent Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Okay. 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 All right. Voy- the Last Voyage of the Demeter. I like I wanna, vampire movies. I, I wanted to watch that one. Again, I like historical fiction. I, I forgot to watch that one. Uh, coming in number eight, Mafia Mama. What the fuck is that? Oh, That's the wow. one where the, the auntie in Knives Out finds out that her granduncle is a mafia boss and she just inherited everything. Oh, Jesus. I forgot that was even a thing. I remember seeing that trailer and Champions in the same viewing and I really wanted to watch both and I did it's, not see it's either. It's Tony Collette? Yes. Tony Collette. Tony Collette. It's got a 22%. Could be reshoot material. I didn't hear this movie at all. I, I remember it's, seeing- it's it, The trailer looked so fun. Hmm. Coming in at number seven, Blue Beetle. Oh, I forgot to watch that. Ed, was it? Is it worth being number seven? I know you saw it. A hundred percent. Okay. Should it be higher? I think Blue Beetle. I mean, it it impacted me more since I'm Latino, but yeah. I think okay. I still think it's really good. Coming in at number six, TMNT, Mutant Mayhem. I missed that one. God, every time I have a chance to watch it or I'm close to watching it, something happens and I can't watch it. I swear. Funny story. I went on a plane ride and I had a chance to watch movies and I saw this movie and I thought, I'm not going to watch that. I'm going to save that to watch with my husband, who I love. And he texted me, but I didn't see because I had bad Wi-Fi. You should go watch it and enjoy it. And then I went to go watch Us. And then he said, why are you watching that without me, you bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was loyal. No, no, and then I was going to watch it with your mom, and then she watched it without me. She doesn't mm-hmm. listen to podcasts as often, so I can most likely she'll skip this one. Chris, I am calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number five, Champions. My brother was like went to see it with uh, his. Uh, what is it? His basketball team or his, his basketball team? Group? No, it was his basketball team. Okay. And there were so, and he was like, "There is more than one sex scene," and I'm like, "That is kind of awkward." the hell is champions champions that's the uh woody Howard woody harrelson oh. spe- and oh, yeah, he's with, the, the, with the special ed basketball yes yeah. and he also got sweet Cousin d there Tina. and sweet d is the is the romantic interest. Interest. yeah yes. yeah and it's up she i guess is really likes the uh cause so that's probably why she did the movie sick yeah number four bottoms oh i want to see that one so yeah. bad i knew i, I still, missed that one. i i also Lesbian have not seen Fight bottoms Club? Sign me the fuck up. I forget to. Yeah. Coming in number three, Bo is afraid. These two hoes saw it without me. Yeah. Whoopsie. It, <laughs> it, you regret nothing. I honestly, I almost. Re- I have so mixed feelings on that movie. I, I don't even know. I, I, I will say, I was just like you, Hector, for a whole year. I didn't know what to think about this movie. I mean, a whole year. You told me you loved it from day one. 
I did, but it it kind of it, it kind of wavered on me for a whole year. And uh, recent, I, I'll talk about it when I get to it. But recent things made me reevaluate it. Now I love it. Okay, a lot more. Okay, number two, Fool's Paradise. I know nothing about the movie, but I like Charlie Day, and I wanted to see it. I know someone who saw it and they were like, you missed nothing. Like, you you didn't miss nothing watching, not watching it. But I still want to see it myself. I want to see it. I like Charlie Day. And for number one, Renfield. That was so much fun. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't catch Renfield? No. She... It, it, uh, it was just bad timing. And then my husband took my mother to see it without me. I offered to you to go and yeah. you were like, I'm not in the mood. Don't yeah, make me, don't call not, me, don't make me the bitch it. here. But it's less funny. I definitely no. watched it with like housemates here that I live with, and it was it was a fun. I saw, ride. With your, I saw it with my mother in law, <laughs> and here's the funny thing: because she loves Nick Cage, and she likes, I think she likes Nicholas Holt a little bit. I don't think she could recognize the name, but she could pick him out of the line. exactly, exactly. Yeah. She liked them what little she's seen of them, right? Mm-hmm. So we go see this movie. She covers her eyes in like every single action scene and i am because of the gore and i am laughing my ass off and it was the weirdest feeling yeah if you if you if any of our viewers go watch renfield like don't take it seriously at all you'll have so much fun oh no it is such a goofy movie Mm -hmm. like nick cage acts like he's in a different movie and it fucking works like it's (laughs) such a weird movie i love it uh i'll go through mine because you only mentioned one of the four that I have of need to watch. You mentioned Bottoms. That's one of the ones that I have not seen that I should have probably watched before this. Uh, another movie is Salt Burn. Uh, my oh. brother Zero. saw it. Zero interest for me to watch I, that. A friend of ours don't saw tell it. Me, don't tell me anything about it because my brother saw it. I asked him how he liked it. And he said that he did, and then said, go in blind. I got spoiled on one of the more wacky parts, and I'm kind of sad. I would I, love to get that yeah, reaction. That's all I, that's all I know about Saltburn, is that it's wacky. So I saw trailers, and uh, no. it's. Not I literally saw trailer. one trailer. It's not my thing, so now I know you guys are going to force me to watch it. No, I'm not going to force you to watch it. Oh, yeah? I'm going to watch it at some point, for sure. Um, the You're going to watch it, the implication. The other movie that I wanted to watch well it was actually very recently suggested to me uh all of us strangers is one i so want to see that mm-hmm. strangers. that's the one with uh it's with pedro pascal Moriarty. and oh no, uh, not pedro pascal it's not pedro all no, no it's paul mescal paul mescal Oh, that's right. It's Paul. Yeah, oh I want to see that one. <laughs> and I think his name is Adam Scott. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Scott is Moriarty in the BBC Sherlock. Yes, he's also in mm-hmm. Fleabag as the Hot Priest. I need to see that show too. I've been told it's amazing. The number one, literally the one that I regret not seeing before this, is a Dream Scenario. Yeah. Same. Oh, that's the Nick Cage mm-hmm. the, A24 Yeah, the Nick one? Cage yes. one. Yeah, I wanted to Dream see that scenario. one. Yeah, that that's one the should've... one I, I should have watched 100%. It was like fucking like every essay was due for those like three weeks it was in theaters. Yeah. I am so angry. <laughs> I just I just never worked up the motivation. But I will soon. All right. You know what's funny? I looked at my 2022 list and I also had four movies that I still needed to watch. 
I have not yeah. seen any of them. No, actually, incorrect. I saw the whale of those four. I have not seen the other three. How is the whale? Uh, very preachy. Yeah, it's Aronofsky. He doesn't know how to make a good um, movie. I fucking said it. It's yeah. It's it's how I view Manchester by the Sea. That it's a good movie, but the best thing you get out of it is actors' performances. I I tell you that uh, you're gonna piss off all the Manchester by the Sea fans, but they're all too depressed to do anything. <laughs> all ten of them. <laughs> Uh, the the other friend group, or one of my friend groups, we one of them mentioned that, or we were talking about like best of all time. One of them mentioned Manchester by the Sea might be up there, which I disagree with, but it's a good movie. One of my closest friends loves Manchester by the Sea. Like it is, you know who I'm talking about, Ed. He is the <laughs> he. It's his, one of his favorite films. Anyway. Uh, do you want to start? Who wants to start with honorable mentions? I want to start with honorable mentions. I have a lot, but so I'm gonna start with like my joke honorable mention. Rebel Moon. Um, <laughs> that's not it's, on. A, I regret watching. No, it's it's a horrible movie, but like it is definitely like I I I think we should all watch it. It's or. I think everyone should watch it. It's it's definitely an experience. It's because it's weird because it's like on the borderline of so bad it's good, but like not quite. But still, it's still you know. I rather, I think it's a it's a it's a thing, an event that's happening in our lifetime of like a trilogy of Snyder verse shit, and I just think it's in it's a great science experiment to watch these movies. Ed, I'd rather cut get paper cuts all over my hand than dip it in lemon juice. Uh, all right. Next honorable mentions. Uh, the other two uh, Nick Cage movies that came out last year, Renfield and Sympathy for the Devil. Uh, Renfield is better, but Sympathy is definitely he goes more more full Cage on that one, and I actually thought it was pretty good, really good acting on Cage's part. It all made sense. Ed, did you see the retirement plan by Nick Cage? I did not. It is the worst film it's of so last bad. year. It is so bad. Okay, good. I was gonna Understood. we were gonna reshoot it, and then we finished it, and then we were. It was, I, it was too bad. It was like it was like I don't want to sit through that again. You know, mm-hmm. it was painful. It was so painful. I think it was free. It was free, right? It was free on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. and it was just like it wasn't n- worth it. No, okay. I won't it watch wasn't it. I won't watch free. it. Then. Uh, next honorable mention: Blue Beetle. Very good. Uh, the killer by uh, yeah, Fincher. Wow, why did I forget my second favorite director's name? Uh, yeah, the killer by David Fincher. Yeah. It's definitely his weakest in my opinion, but it's still really, really good, and it's still good. just got all your Fincher shit. You can get your itch off that. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Very good movie. Honorable mention though. That movie had no right being. And lastly. <laughs> And lastly, just just to watch, just to see the movie and like not care, uh, just look at the pretty pictures. The creator. It's not a great movie, but okay. it's very very pretty, and I think it should it should win uh, uh best visual effects. Although it no. might be Godzilla. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's going to be Godzilla, and Godzilla's going to earn it. 
Although, goddammit, it's going to encourage so many more bad practices in the film, in the VFX industry, because, my god. Funny you say that, because we, uh, we're doing, like, Oscar predictions, and, uh, I was very adamant that I thought Creator was going to win visual effects. So we, we created a special rule for that, for points, where if I win, I get no points, but everyone gets minus 10, and also nobody else could pick the Creator. But for every person that guessed the correct movie, I lose 10 points. There were four people who, <laughs> who picked fun. Godzilla minus one. So if Godzilla wins, it's a so... death blow to me, and I will not win that thing at all. It's Godzilla. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's Godzilla. Yeah. But creators, pretty pictures. Right. That's about it for the movie. All right. That, that's kind of sad. I was kind of looking forward to that one. I mean, you all should right. watch it for the uh, pretty Ruthie, pictures. I mean, I plan it's to. It's my honorable mentions for the yeah. pretty pictures. All right. Um, in order of how much I care about them, the Marvels, uh, least to most. Least to most, okay. The Marvels. That was a fun one. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Asteroid City, Wonderful Live, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, and Blackberry. I. Wonderful story of Henry Sugar is will, so good. I will, yeah, I will interject here and say Guardians is not on anything of mine. Oh, wow. Okay. But I, am, oh, I, I did watch now. the movie. <laughs> it's just that there were others that, like, I don't know. It wasn't a movie that was stuck in my head for more than three days, so... Okay, Ed has no. Taste it was really it good, I mean, but I the thing is, it, it had it had a good conclusion. There was nothing more to it, I guess. You know what? I'm gonna play the tag. But it was very, episode. very. Ruthie, was, you should have put it in your fucking top ten, and you it was know very it. emotional. And like I said, I had to make some really tough cuts on my top ten, and that was one of the tough ones. Same here. I get that. Uh, let me go my three uh, honorable mentions, and I again from least favorite. To favorite, this is gonna be the rest of my list. Uh, bottom of it, Oppenheimer. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> wow, Hector, you like the movie? Yeah, I do. I know. Wow. I know. I did like the movie. I'm. I have my. I have my flaws with it, and I don't want to take up twenty minutes. I'll get. Okay, Spark Notes version. Mm-hmm. I expected more of the bomb scene. I know he doesn't like CG. I don't like CGI. I found a way to replicate it without CGI. You kind of did. I've seen pictures and stuff. It doesn't look like that. I, he did. He did like, the best it's just an actual can, explosion. I, I think. Okay, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. He should have CGI'd it. I don't care stop. what he says. I actually enjoyed the bomb, but that was just me. What? What? Ed? Okay. The whole point of the test scene was just the build up to see if it actually worked, and the close ups of the fire explosion was to build that kind of like awe and thing you didn't need the big explosion we've seen that a billion times i like the really close-up kind of shot of it and like that we don't even see the explosion we just see the shockwave really i I felt that that was the correct way to take that i that i respect your wrong opinion here's what i'm going to say here's what i'm going to say I, i can see joking aside i can see your point here's my other i'm gonna raise you this Nolan loves spectacle. The man crashed an actual fucking plane. I wanted my goddamn explosion. 
I paid good money to see a goddamn explosion. I got no goddamn explosion. And that's not the only reason. That's my joking reason. The other reasons are I didn't like the pacing of it. Felt a little... I agree. I frenetic. agree with you that the pacing was off for the first like quarter of the movie. I felt the the pacing was off in the beginning, but it definitely uh, picked up and was better for the rest of it. Okay, my other one, my other. This is a stupid nitpick, and this has nothing to do with my list here. Being this, it is nominated for best set design, and they fucking filmed a lot of those places on fucking location. That's cheating. Yeah, um, I don't know why it's nominated for that's cheating, like production design, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that's it, stupid. It's it should cheating. be either Poor Things or Barbie should win. One of those two should win, a hundred percent. I want to see Poor Things. I never get to see Poor, poor Things. Poor Things is really it. good. Uh, I had to pick pick between that one and American Fiction, and I had a really rough day at school, so I picked warning. American Fiction. There's a lot of nudity and a lot yes, of sex scenes. I am aware, but I am very much aware. A certain actress, full frontal. So, you get to see Bella Stone. Do we get to see? Wait, do we get to see Defoe's uh, friend? Do we get to see Willem's the? We friend? do not get to see Willem's the friend. <laughs> Damn, I heard he's hung like a horse. I have been told that was supposedly. I think the actual term from the director, and I think Antichrist. Yeah. Was uh it just kept decept- kind of like-, like shockingly big. Like <laughs> shockingly big. Anyway. The, the, the best one that I've ever heard, uh just like referring to anybody's member, is hung like a camel. Because I've never heard oh, camel. Jesus. And it was just really just like it took me back a second. Like, usually it's horse or donkey. Huh. No camel yeah. special. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me keep going before we start having another thirty-minute thing on dicks. Uh, the musical, so yeah, Oppenheimer. It's a good. <laughs> I heard about that today. That looked interesting. It Anyways, looked, yeah. So Oppenheimer, okay, it was good. It no, no. It, What's your next one? Renfield. I I I fucking love that movie. I I. It's not just because they had MCR in one of the song as one of the songs MCR is my chemical romance for our uh yes unenlightened listeners yes thank you uh for all you preps <laughs> punks <laughs> back at me <laughs> and that one was just a lot of fun the movie knew exactly what it was and for the most part stuck the landing i i appreciate that and my final Honorary mention is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Like I hate Ness I hate well, I hate Nestle. Nestle. Hasbro. Nestle. What's a fucking Hasbro. Hasbro. Thank you. I mean I hate Hasbro. Suck. I hate Nestle too. I hate Nestle. I hate Hasbro and what the shit they've been doing a lot. But like the and, movie's and good. Yeah, Hasbro's getting involved with uh Magic the Gathering also, and it's really not They own yeah, Magic the Gathering. Wizards yeah, own yeah, Magic also. And I know it's just that they've been sticking their greedy little fingers in there also and releasing some really oh, powerful cards that should have never been printed. Oh, because of course. releasing really powerful cards generates a lot of money. On to our top 10. Who's starting off with number 10? Well, we're all saying it. 
Well, at the same, you, sh- you should go because we're we're not gonna, we're not gonna, okay. We're gonna say it, yes, but we don't all have the same fucking movie at ten. Unlike, well, yeah, but we're all gonna say our number. Oh yeah, 10. yeah, yeah. We're and just gonna go in order. You, yeah, you start. Okay, I'll start. Uh, I'm sorry, hon. Barbie. It was whoa. It was really good. Like, okay, I feel like I'm like being held at gunpoint. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to find the right words. It's an it interesting was, take. What, that's lower? That it's 10, yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought the message was really good. My big issue with it is like, not my issue, but like, I think the thing that held it back for me higher, that's a better wording, is that I could, I think it fumbled some of the ending and with how much attention this movie was getting, it was kind of important that it didn't like mess, get confusing with its themes and some of its ideas at the end with like the Ken's and their treatment. Cause like, well, spoiler alert, obviously they're not being treated well, the Ken's, but the movie also implies, but because a lot of people thought, Oh, the Barbie was the pinnacle of society and they didn't fully catch that. It's not. They think, oh, the Barbies are seen as the right and the Kens are seen as still being stupid. And it's like, no, that's not the point or else Barbie wouldn't have left. But whatever. Anyway, sorry, I just shouldn't have spoiled that. My bad. Mm. But point being, it I, it was a great film. Smart, very intelligent. Fumbled it a little. Mm. With some okay. of the messaging and it threw me off. Okay, okay. But the comedy and the set design and a the, lot the, of the story elements were amazing. Like, I'm not... The only... <laughs> The only thing that held Barbie up from being higher on my list was, believe it or not, uh, uh, is it Will Ferrell? It's Will Ferrell. <laughs> I forget he's in the movie. I genuinely yeah. forget about it, the. It wasn't. It wasn't. It actually wasn't terrible. Or the Mattel supply. It, it, it's it's a joke. It's not actually the reason why, but yeah. I just, for for Barbie, I just like the other ones above that better. No, I get it. Yeah. On um, honestly though, like I'm very glad the movie's trying to get this good feminist message across. Mm-hmm. And like well, it led to some good discussions. Too. It led some good discussions. I just don't I think it got some people more make I know some people who completely misunderstood the movie and it pushed them further down this bad path and I'm like, God mm-hmm. and I know it's like, oh, it could have been their own bias. I, but but it's it's gonna happen with any movie that has a very Yeah, no, I like, know subject matter like that, because I think poor things has gotten that as well. No, no, I, I, I completely agree. And I see what you're saying again, like it being in the bottom doesn't mean like, Oh, it's the worst in quality. It's just like my least favorite. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's still the top 10. It's but. still yeah. the top 10. Yeah. Like it was a very solid film. Yeah. And also like leagues above Oppenheimer. I fucking said it leagues above Oppenheimer. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, Ruthie go. Cause my, my number 10 is out of left field. <laughs> At number 10, Self-Reliance. Uh, really? Yeah, I really liked it. It was really good. It was, it really, was really interesting. Wait, Self-Reliance? Yeah. It's, a f- it's on Hulu. Jack Johnson. Jake Johnson. Or Jake Johnson, thank you. Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker from uh, Spider-Verse Trilogy. Uh, the main dude, New Girl. He, oh, right. I, yeah, he I directed? It's, he wrote and directed. He this. wrote, this first... directed, and starred? Yes. And starred in this movie. So the premise is that he's just like a random dude. And one day 
he gets stopped by uh, Andy Samberg, and he's set, uh, and he's basically offered, you can get what a million dollars. Oh, just a million dollars. You can get a million dollars. All you have to do is survive one single month with assassins coming to try and kill you. But as long it's as you're like, in the room, it's like guns akimbo. Well, but as long as you're in the room with someone else, you have to be within close proximity. The 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 can't kill you clause is if you are within like a foot of someone else, the assassins cannot try to kill you because there will not be collateral damage. So he hatches up this plan to uh, be next to someone for twenty four seven for a single month, and no one believes him. That he is being hunted for a million dollars. It's a... Yeah, that movie was wild. It was very wild. Yeah. Okay. I I liked... It's it's kind of a simple premise. It it was very honest. It wore, like, its... Its message on its sleeve pretty well. Yeah, and it was interesting. I don't know. And I also like movies that make me think. And the the ending of the movie, Hector and I were talking about it for like a day or two. Yeah, I... I still don't fully know if it was... Yeah, I'll stop, I'll stop, thank you. (laughs) Got my spoiler filters off today. it really is. Sorry. All right. Number 10. Numero 10. Cuando secha la maldad. Or when evil lurks. What that is my number ten. Uh, evil lurks. It's an even... Argentinian horror film. Okay. Uh, it is disturbing as all hell, and that's why I liked it. <laughs> uh, it is. It is. It is something else. It's glorious. It's gory. It's extremely gory, extremely violent, extremely horrifying to watch and disturbing and just it's all the good things. It's an Ed movie. It doesn't rely on that. There's also a very good story behind all of this as well. It's, yeah. The only thing is that I feel that that there is a character with uh, autism in the movie and I don't know if he was... having severe autism was represented very well. I'm not mm. sure though because I, I don't know that kind of stuff. Is there a lot of jump scares? Um, if I remember correctly, zero. Can I just watch it with you then? Yeah. Uh, the The only thing is that, that there's just like there's no jump scares, but just things happen very suddenly. That That's, you don't fine. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I can I can live with that. I just can't do jump scares. But uh, yeah, again. When evil lurks is the English name, but I like the Spanish name. Cuando acecha la maldad. Cuando acecha la maldad. Cuando acecha la maldad. Okay. Acecha is uh, lurk, stalk, kind of stuff. Go ahead. All right. Uh, My number nine. Blackberry. That's fair. That movie had such a good vibe to it. I fucking loved it. It's, I... it's the closest thing I think I've seen to. Uh... I really enjoyed Blackberry. No, yeah, and it's not your kind of tea usually. It's really good. Glenn Howerton fucking deserves the best 
actor nom for that movie, and he's not going to get it. Because as someone on Red, as a few people on Red have joked around about, all six of us love that film. Like, there's not many people who've seen it. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I was one of those movies uh, that, like, I was smiling watching. Also, really good use of a Stroke song. Just just stroke the strokes the band oh yeah yeah i love the strokes so whenever no, that was a good transition whenever song. any movie uses the strokes i'm like oh so good anyway I'll have, I'll have to watch it it's so good glenn howerton kills it yeah fucking dennis from it's always sunny if mm-hmm. you guys don't recognize him fucking kills it there's a couple times where you can catch his like dennis expression i too. almost wish he was star lord he was he he was like second place to be star lord you could capture star lord like pratt i'm sick of pratt but no, I yeah, agree with you. Pratt, but... Pratt fits it. Pratt fits it too. Well, he does his own Star Lord because Star Lord isn't like in the comics. He isn't like Chris is it, Pratt at all. Yeah, yeah. he's goofy. But I don't know if Glenn yeah. could capture Star Lord. Glenn, I think Glenn would be, would do a very classic Star Lord, but yeah. Pratt's Star Lord is just. <laughs> if it's Gunn's idea, better, better. 100% you bring agree. a black light in here, look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Pollock painting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> number nine oppenheimer i am such a i am such a shitty such a shitty wow. movie podcaster i i liked the soundtrack that's like my favorite part oh of no the movie. it is so good um i'm also really into historical stuff and nuclear stuff you said it What's correctly. <laughs> uh, another fun fact is uh, we are very close to uh, nuclear reactors. Well, like, let, let, let me finish my thought and then you can correct me. So there's, in the movie, they mention the Hanford Project twice. And I was talking with someone who lives near where that is. And he was telling me that everybody... <laughs> Everybody in Tri-Cities, Washington was going bananas over Hanford being mentioned because it's just up the road from where they're at and there's a lot of nuclear stuff up there. Hmm. I mean, it's just bananas that it was mentioned at all. Yeah. Yes. They because walked that's to the, the theaters because it was yeah. mentioned. It was like, mm. uh, if you saw the maps of the counties where people saw Oppenheimer or Barbie Moore, uh, Tri-Cities, uh, Southeast Washington, was super Oppenheimer heavy. <laughs> and that is why. Like Southeast Washington, D.C. No, Washington State. Washington State. Washington State. What? Oh. Tri-Cities. Tri-Cities. I didn't Pasco, know that Richland. Yeah, uh, it's, it, it's like the half, three quarters point from here to Spokane. Oh, okay. After and through it, it's a pretty nice place. Kind of urban-y and not, not, not the good urban-y, but it's... It's weird because... It is weird. It's like empty highway and then bam, you're in a city. But joke's on you, it's three cities and then bam, you're back in the country And it's not again. even like the... <laughs> from what I saw, what little I saw of Tri-Cities, it wasn't even like the fun cities. It was, just it was like, like the urban sprawl. Yeah, like the driving ones that aren't as good. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling myself The, the city planning is not... Yeah, great. I know. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, Tri-Cities. Yeah. I'm sure y'all are great people. I just don't like the layout. food. I don't like the layout. And super clean energy. <laughs> Mad respect. Mad respect on that point. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> Anywho, Ed, what was your number nine? Number nine, John Wick, Chapter Four. 
Very good. That was such a good movie. Action. Good action. Yes. Great. Awesome. And it's not ending, and I hate it. I don't think... I think it's ending. I think they're just gonna... They're doing Because Chad Stileski has, like, three other projects before they're he can continue five, it. I'm pretty and by sure that point, John Keanu's gonna be too old. I think... I genuinely think that's what they're trying to do to make sure they don't get another John Wick. Great film. Mm. Um, My turn? Yeah. Speaking of... uh, We were talking about Chris Pratt, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Man, that movie really got me. I I remember you were talking about it a lot. Yeah, that movie really got me. I was like, I, I had high expectations and I still was blown away. Like, that's rare. I am such a cynic now because of like the last few years. <laughs> so it was really great to have high expectations and not be disappointed. Oh shit, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> A Haunting in Venice. I, I had a lot of fun that with that one. That was such a fun movie. We watched that one on Halloween because we wanted to watch a scary movie, but we didn't want, like, bleh. Yeah. And that one was, like, the perfect watch, and we had no trick-or-treaters, so the movie was uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, that was a little nice. sad, though. I hope the trick-or-treaters. Yeah, by, by the way, John Wick Chapter 5 is in development. They say that, but it could be early development, and it's not gonna... I don't think it's yeah, gonna we'll happen. See. It's not gonna happen. It's probably gonna be, like, a Sims project renee where they keep calling it sims 5 but it's not sims 5 <laughs> or or maybe john's more of a mentor kind of thing i i yeah we'll see we'll see huh what eh? i'm what? not don't say anything don't say anything she hasn't seen it <laughs> okay. i am confusion i am also very confused but i think i see where he's going for it and i fucking hate it if he's tr- if he's right I'm sure Ed will hate himself if he's right, because that yeah. sounds too. We're not getting a Rocky Four. <laughs> That's all I'm fucking saying. We're not getting a Rocky Four. Or was it no, three? We got Creed movies instead. Yeah, we got Creed movies. No, but yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh Ed, wait, what's wait. your number eight? My number eight? Yeah. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. It's actually just Dead what Reckoning now. It's just Dead Reckoning now. Paramount changed it. So remember when you're giving me so much shit about Spider-Verse? Guess what? They fucking changed it, Ed. It's not they even part one anymore. Your argument's literally invalid. It's just dead reckoning. Because guess what? If a part one has a super satisfying ending, it's not really a part one. It's just it's just a movie. The, the main setup for the main plot of the movie is unresolved. But you said it felt pretty good as a bookend for a little bit, so yeah. Yeah, no, that's just, it, 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 that's it just did a, a good it did a good ending for a part one i mean but there's movies that have done this before like that like the episode five they're just they're just gonna change the movie from the name from dead reckoning to something else but it's still like a part no it's one, just part dead reckoning kind of now there's just part one's gone i was just giving you shit for it because you've given me shit in the podcast plenty of times about spider-verse i mean yeah one. because that did it bad like fast i X. don't think so i don't think so anyway mm-hmm. but what do you like about what do you like about uh dead reckoning yeah really great action really entertaining throughout very fun movie and honestly pretty good in general the story is pretty tight uh the train scene at the end is but yeah it's just what mission impossible does best and does it really good yeah and honestly like i've i've been changing my like views on movies 
because I used to I used to just rank it basically on like how good I think they are, but I've definitely gone to really respect movies that keep me very entertained and very engaged throughout one, even though they're not like Oscar like kind of movies, but they're still really fun. They're still really good. Like they, oh. they have to have some merit to them, and Mission Impossible and John Wick definitely do. You're following the you're following the cinephile uh, pipeline perfectly. It's like it starts, you know, like that flowchart meme where it's like the 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 middle one, the high ones, like this the one who's like, "Hey, no, it's actually like this." Ed's doing it perfectly. He went from like any movie's good to no, it has to be Oscar bait, and now he's going back down to the perfect one, which is like. Yeah, no, fucking Shrek's one of the best movies of all time. Fight me. <laughs> it is. It literally true, is. True. It is, though. No, I don't disagree. It's just the point being. You're proving Shrek my two, point. Shrek 2, Thank you. <laughs> Shrek 2 is my favorite. And we no have one... it on DVD. I forget we have it on DVD. That's amazing. With the bonus feature so we can watch the American Idol, Idol bonus Oh, I used feature. to watch those. Me too. I, I got so confused. I used to get so confused whenever, like, spoiler alert for that one. If certain <laughs> certain picks would have uh, of who you liked it'd just be Simon Cowell being like no f- like fuck you I'm the good singer and I I was just like wait what's so I keep playing again and again thinking if I did something wrong no it was I'm, I'm just a dumbass but right. no I'm glad Number you seven. also agree Shrek 2 best movie of the podcast right we can all say that yeah mm. <laughs> say with your whole chest dad come on <laughs> I mean if I if I made a top 100 it'd probably be like in my top 50s i'd say maybe Same wow here. how but, generous i mean that's pretty yeah. good considering how many movies ed watches no that's a, that's a pretty high i can see where he's going that's a pretty high bar i mean if if i i that's why i can't do a list though is the thing because like I, there's just so many good movies that i want to put there and like if it if it comes up and i can't think of a movie like to fill out the top 50 and then i'm like yeah shrek 2 or shrek whatever but there's a lot of good movies before that so i don't know I no, I got it. I, I I agree with you. As much as I want Shrek to be, you know, Shrek is love, Shrek is life. It's hard to not make it number one. Mm, but... I want that onion. <laughs> stop! Stop! Don't... Gross. <laughs> I fucking hate both of you. Hector, what's your number seven? <laughs> John Wick four. <laughs> hey, let's go. It is such a. I. I, I, I God, here's the thing. I didn't like John Wick three that much. Dude, two two was the worst for me. Two is one of the best ones. I think it's uh, no, it, it's four, it, it, two or four, one and two. Two is not far behind, and then three and three is like way deep. Dude, one's still the best <laughs> for I, me. One and four it's are like, like one, four, three, one and four two. switch depending on the day. Yeah, but, but like, like literally two two. The re- my problem with two is that all right, John Wick one kill count seventy seven, John Wick two. 272 exactly john wick three about 100 and john wick four is about 100 also which is i think the good one don't go so fucking high it's it was just it was just way too much i loved it though no here's the thing i like about two it never fucking takes a break it does not stop it once it starts once that one assassination that kicks it all off goes it is non-stop and i respect that 
I respect I know, but that it, so it was, hard. It was too much for me. It was that's way fair. Too much. It was too much for me too. Yeah, it was too much. I, <laughs> I hated it I, so much. Three, I think, had too much. Like it stopped. It was like stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. It was like it was I know, dying. but it was good pacing. Uh, I don't agree with it. Four, honestly, four was so much more fun with it. Here, here's the thing. Four, three had too many action scenes that are too similar, in my opinion. Four, every action scene was different. Uh, it was three was so the one with Holly Berry, right? Yes. And the doggies? Yeah, yes. fuck that. I mean, the well, doggies are cute and awesome, but I did not like that fight sequence. Yeah, it, it, that one was kind of more... Yeah. And, but point being, though, four? So good. Like, that one guy who is, like, his whole reason for hunting John Wick and the reason he waits, I'm not going to spoil, is so fun and original. The, cin- the cinematography... It, honestly, I am so mad at the Oscars that that movie is not nominated for a cinematography award. It was so good. The fucking top down, like I don't know why Poor Things my... is nominated for cinematography. What? I don't know why Poor Things is nominated for cinematography. I I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. I know, I but the, it is, and I don't understand why. Do you think you'd replace it with John Wick Four? I'd replace it with a lot. Do you think I'm John saying. Wick Four deserves an Oscar nom for? Uh... For cinematography, possibly, yeah. Okay, but, I don't know. I mean, like, there was so many good shots. There was some really good action. Like, action's not easy to kind of shoot sometimes. You know, with some of the crazier stunts, how do you make it look cool while also showing it all? And like, this movie just Chad Stileski cracked the fucking code with four. I I I love this movie so much. Like, honestly, for cinematography, I haven't seen El Conde, but, like, Maestro and Poor Things do not belong there. Poor Thing or Maestro, does nom- not, should not ha- be nominated for any Oscars. From what I can tell, it's like... You haven't seen it, right? I haven't seen it. But I've seen like, it. I don't know, it just seemed like it, it was Bradley Cooper jacking himself off. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's not... It's not Oscar worthy. I agree, but like, I do. I do think that the 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 nominee for Bradley and uh, and Carrie Mulligan are definitely deserved. But apart from that, no. Nah. Yeah, I if if I I would take out Poor Things and Maestro from cinematography and put in probably yeah John Wick Four and. Maybe even Mission Impossible or Godzilla or something. Godzilla um, has some great shots. Yeah, no, Godzilla has some I, fucking I, beautiful I, like, shots. Like, and this is what I wanted to say. Like, this last year was a great year for movies, and there were a lot of really good movies, and a lot of them were like really Oscar worthy. And this year was like weird because there yeah, was a lot, of- a lot of really good movies, but not a lot of them were like Oscar worthy. Or they were and Oscar, even the Oscar and they got snubbed in the categories that they should really shine in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I, I will never get over fucking Barbie uh, director not getting nominated. Uh, what's yeah. her? I always I've always forget names. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for Best Director? Are you fucking kidding me? We got, That's the uh, whole point of the not movie. Not confused with Greta Lee, who did Past Lives. That was just the main actress of past lives. Never mind. Yeah, I know, but Greta Gerwig not getting nominated for best director. Yeah. Margot Robbie not getting nominated for best actress. Are you? 
it is literally like delusional yeah to not nominate them i mean we still got what's her name from killers of the flower moon I lily what's her face lily lily yeah. gladstone yes but still like you can take out other people yeah in I that agree. fucking category but emma stone already won an oscar what emma stone already won an oscar just uh, i haven't seen the movie her performance in sure four great. things was amazing oh, okay never mind take that back then i haven't seen the movie yet i was just saying it was like, really good a chance but no that's fair yeah. All right. Um, sorry. Seven for you, Ruthie. I think. Yeah. The boy and the heron. <laughs> no, not me. But you'll see why in a minute. You'll see why when it's my turn. Well, I already looked over your shoulder. You did. Okay. Yeah. You already know then. Okay. Explain why you love that one. So, uh, you're gonna see this theme in the my top ten list. I like movies that make me think. I really liked the boy and his heron. Not just because uh, Robert Pattinson sounds like a gremlin man, and it was amazing, and that I enjoyed so every good. time he was on screen. Um, it was also a movie that made me think. It felt like watching m- one of my dreams on a screen. It really did. <laughs> like this rapid changing of situations and like problems and issues and solutions. Um, I really liked the story. The acting I thought was really good. Uh, I thought there was a lot of really beautiful meanings in it. Um, I I just enjoyed it. My son got turned into a budgie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A little budgery jar. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, Ah, there's some movies that you guys have mentioned that I'm like, damn... But they still don't fit my top ten. Boy and Heron, really good. Just didn't didn't quite make it. I get it. It's a it's really yeah. It's it's a. It helps if you know the background of the movie. Mm-hmm. Tell you. I I see. You keep talking about that. I don't. I'm putting that aside because that wasn't mm-hmm. a part of the. Like I could see the backbone where that slits like it's, slots it's, it. It's, right. It, yeah. It's but. A- for me, I don't. It has need that. it has merits of its own. Yes, yes. No, but I don't need that to enjoy the movie. That's the good. That's the point of it being a great movie, though. Yeah, it's just like it made it better knowing a little bit more about the about some. Of the it stuff. explains some mm-hmm. of the design choices. I just, it was not the choices that made it enjoyable to me. No, I you completely I get mean? that. No, completely yeah. get it. I will get to an argument along those same lines after I mention my number seven. Okay. But was afraid. So I'm surprised it wasn't your number one at this rate. Uh, it is number not. Five it is not rate. my. It is not my number five. It is not my. It's seven. But here's here's I, I'm here's the thing. Jewish Lord of the Rings. So <laughs> I when when we first watched it in January of 2023, I loved it, and then throughout time, I liked it less and less, and it just I couldn't quite make my own opinions of what the movie's supposed to mean. Ari Aster was not helpful in, in that either. Um, Do you expect he would be? No. He does he's like does acid on the regular, apparently. So, uh, that explains this movie. Um, but, after watching Poor Things is what made Bo is Afraid so much better for me. Because I found my interpretation of it and it kind of fits really well which is Bo's Afraid is the the theme of it is the social norms or like 
view of how men should not be. That's what the movie is showing. Bo is not a quote-unquote real man. He's like a 40-year-old virgin, afraid of sex, has really no friends, no real like life or like ambition or anything. He's just so anxious and scared of everything and how men are viewed in society is they should have ambitions they should have this thing they should be very intelligent and have very good jobs and you know like have sleep with a lot of women and lose your virginity young and shit like that and Bo is definitely not that and it it, it shows throughout uh, the place the play thing I'm not sure quite exactly that, but it kind of shows like how a man should live his life kind of thing is how I take it. And then like the, 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 the constant like hounding from his mother about him and how he's such a weak little boy, not a man kind of thing is also very telling. Uh, and then along with the father figures, a lot of the time being absent and looked as, as just sperm donors and that i think explains a very big scene in that movie as well <laughs> i know what you're talking about and then i also think that the the very last scene of the movie is kind of like people should be kind of like in awe of like watching a man's life and all he can do and then the ending scene just kind of turns that on his head and just like people walk out on him because he doesn't live up to what society should told him he should be like. Okay. Yeah, I think you won me over more in the movie now. I want to see it even more now. Yeah, and I, I think feel your interpretation fits. That, that is my interpretation. And it only happened because I watched one of the a better movie, basically. <laughs> like I, I, I was thinking about poor things for so long after watching it, and then I'm like Wait, this all is so, like, while watching the movie, I thought, like, this is so much like Bill was afraid. And I think what happened is Ari Aster tried to do something, and he didn't do it as well as he could have. And then Yargos loved the most is like, oh, there's this book. Let me just make it one of the best movies ever. So, yeah. But I'll, I'll get to how it relates to how those two movies relate in my mind once I, you know, mention poor things. Yeah, I figured you're going to mention poor things. Yeah. All right. What's your number six, Hector? Okay. So from number six through number four, it's honestly. They're interchangeable. I had a really tough time with those. And I told my like one of my closest friends and he gave me joking shit for it and then i'm like no you're right though that's funny because it's my six through ten that are inter interchange interchangeable my one through five are pretty set number six boy and his heron hey <laughs> the it's I, the boy and the heron okay it's not his I, it's the well, technically speaking, Ed, in Japanese, the movie's name is How Do You How Do I Live, which is the book that was in the very beginning of the movie. So, technically, actually, 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 I'm right. But no, it's uh, How Do I Live? 
glory. Say, how do you live? I think it's how do I live? Or how do you live? Can you look at? I could have sworn it was how how do you live? How do you live? Maybe I I'm having a hard time remembering like names lately. Uh, but yeah, how uh, it's, boy? In the, it's the, how do you live? I'm, I think. But yeah, the boy yeah, and the heron. Glorious, glorious, like just so good. I've never seen a Ghibli film in theaters, and I'm sure that colored my perception a bit. But like, I I think I can't say anything that Ruthie hasn't already said, and better. Also, like, God, I love two D animation. Like, mm-hmm. it's a breath of fresh air. It's a it's so breath it's so fresh that we still get this shit. Like it's so good like yeah i know there's the bob's burgers movie that came out last year but i missed it because i didn't see bob's burgers until like last month uh sorry getting lost but yeah ruthie already said it perfectly i'm not, not gonna bother ruthie what's your number six what's my number six D honor among thieves why is that one so high wow because I because she's it. a D and D freak, Hector. She's running the. She's the only one of us running a game that's not D and D right now. Ironically, <laughs> um, so I went to go see this movie in theaters twice. First time because we got an early screening. Yeah, we got happened to get an early screening. Uh, it was crazy good. And then my mom said that she wanted to watch it because it's got her celebrity boyfriend, Chris Pine. One of her many in her celebrity boyfriend harem. Yes. It's extensive. It's very extensive. And and the rankings change constantly. It's like a leaderboard, honestly. I, yeah, I can li- we can literally make it. I think if we ever get bored and she wants to join the podcast, we can have her yeah. explain her list. That'd be a fun episode. That would be really fun. Anyways. I wa- So I dragged my mother to go see Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And my mother, you have to undersp- uh, understand this. Lovely audience. My mom doesn't like fantasy. I don't know how we're related. I have a tattoo of Lord of the Rings. I can wax poetic about Harry Potter. I am the biggest fantasy person. I love tabletops. Um... She said that that after watching it, that was the closest she would ever get to playing D and D, and I don't think you understand how big of a deal that we is. We asked her afterwards, "You want to play like a one shot with us?" And, and she, she knows what a one shot is. She she took a minute to think about it. Hmm. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Everything is so lore accurate, you guys. Like it's it's so good. I, I, we, have we have an episode. We, we have, have a whole, whole episode. ass episode about it. We yeah, should listen to it. We, we should listen a, to it. We have a whole yeah. Listen to our pod- Dungeons and Dragons one. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. We had lovely guest people, and uh, it was so much fun to do. Yeah, we need to get Slay the Stars back on. Yeah. <laughs> we can do the bad D and D ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. My turn. Yes. yes. My number six. Hold out your hand and grasp firmly. Talk to me. Which one's talk to me? The one about the hand. It was made by the two YouTubers, Raka Raka. Who, if you guys know who Raka Raka is, you ever seen that video of like Harry Potter versus Star Wars? This one says it came out in 22, you fucking liar. uh, It's festivals. And that was before it got picked up for a big distributor. Ah. We We count those. Release date was July 28th, 2023. Okay. Yeah. USA. Yes. So. Google is wrong then. Google, it was no, it is festivals. correct. It, it showed in festivals in 2022 to try and get a wide release into 23. And it did. And uh, yeah. Anywho, that, Ed, that's why, why Shadow like was 
was a 20 whatever what why do you like it oh my god this is one of the best written horror movies i've ever seen like it's up there in the tier of hereditary honestly damn it is because it's it's very it it does what hereditary start over it does what hereditary does it deals with trauma but with a horror aspect attached to that especially like um like 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 how babadook is this one is less that less clear as that but it is very much of about the main character's trauma of what she witnessed when she was young and and what she deals with on the daily now that and it is I think you just sold me on it. If you say horrifying. it's hereditary and Babadook. I love Babadook. It is it is I need to say both of those. Horrifying to watch. It, it's it's a like like hereditary is. I don't think I'll watch Talk to Me ever again. Like <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna watch Hereditary ever again. Because that shit is just so like it's such a tough watch. And it's so like mm, it's just really good. Uh it's a it's a one time master like one time watch masterpiece. I'm gonna. You're gonna watch it with me because I want to watch it, and I don't want to watch it alone. I just saw Boomer's big stretch. I just saw Boomer's big stretch, and I died. <laughs> yeah, our little boy is right here uh, with his little I, I toupee. With his little toupee. Uh, Ed gave Boomer gave your number six a little curtain applause session. I don't know if you heard it, but he made the curtain applause for your pick so oh. he gives his approval yeah talk to me is really good uh again also this is not a ruthie movie unfortunately i want to watch hereditary oh yeah we'll, we'll watch it hereditary is much more manageable hector there's you have to you have to make her cover her eyes on very specific I've seen every video essay I can get my hands on on Hereditary. Okay, so we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I, I really don't sure? know much about it. Yeah, it's it's fine with her. Okay, like she, Scott, she's got it. Anything okay. else to say about the movie? <laughs> about talk to me? Yeah. Uh, watch it. Go watch it. Just go watch it. Okay. Uh, if you have trauma on. Well, just maybe. It... Certain there, stuff there, there, there are some very sensitive topics talked about in that movie, so please. Hey, plug. If you have trauma, if you don't want to watch certain shit in your movies, watch. Uh, check out Does the Dog Die. It's free. It's a website. It tells you about your triggers. Yeah. I got you, fam. Yes, definitely uh, check out Does the Dog Die before watching Talk to Me. All right. All right. Hector, you're number five. Godzilla minus one. Oh, Jesus. Why isn't that in my top ten? <laughs> it was so good. And I am so sad I got to miss out on the black and white version. You saw it twice. I saw it twice. Once with a friend because really did you go. did you watch the did you watch Godzilla minus one? Me? Uh wait, hold up. What did they call it? Godzilla minus, minus color. one minus color? Did I did not. Minus I just said oh. I did not. Hmm. Did you? No. I know Armand did. He he. I was gonna to talk to him on set. 
I know also one of my coworkers did, and they told me, I asked them if they did this one thing with the movie in black and white. It's yeah, They said yes. And the cool thing is, it isn't like a lazy black and white filter. Like, they were very carefully editing it to make it work with black and white. So like it's after. not like Logan Noir. <laughs> no, no, it's not just a stupid filter. It's like, actually, like, they re- they color graded a lot of stuff differently to make the black and white work in, for that Good. version. How black no. and white should be. It's It's either filmed in black and white. Or not. Pick one. I'm looking at you, It Maestro. wasn't filmed in black and white. They just meticulously re-edited I, the yeah, movie. Yeah, they, they made it look as if they filmed it in black and white. Yeah. yeah. Either do black and white or don't. I'm looking at you, Maestro. <laughs> it's shit. Okay. But yeah, like, here's the thing. I, for some reason, Godzilla the franchise has this gift of like, Hey, we're going to talk about some like really big topics. Like one of them's about how like, yeah, millionaires are ruining the planet and it's up to, and it's kind of up to us to stop them or, you and know, us, it's a giant lizard. Uh, yes. It's a giant lizard or I was getting there or like, Hey, here's a movie about survivors, guilt and PTSD and continuing to move on. That also with a giant lizard, uh, like yeah, the, the the themes for this Godzilla were very very uh a lot more, of them more, are more broad reaching than the original because the original was very much about how you know the U.S. did an atrocity on Japan. I actually watched Godzilla one for the first time the day after Oppenheimer, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I really liked the little callback to God, to the original Godzilla in this. Movie. There's a lot of actually callbacks. You just got to really the, pay attention. The, o- I, the only one that I got was the reporters on the roof. That was the most obvious one. There was a few yeah. other small ones, but yeah, it there was a few shots that were frame for frame the same too. Um, but yeah, great. Great fucking movie. It, also, it, Godzilla's walk in that movie is so goddamn silly. I love it. And the original arms up. No, and this one with his arms up. Yeah, just very still. It's so funny. Yeah, because it's it's probably meant to mimic in a sense the original, and it's so good. Honestly, there's talks of a sequel, and I hope they go for it because he had the idea for a sequel while making this film, and I fucking trust him with whatever he wants after that yeah. one. It's really good. So good. All right, Ruthie, what's your numero cinco? Cinco. No sé las palabras en español. Spider-Man. Hombre araña. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, I'm a simple woman. I see good animation. Brain go burr. Hombre araña. Sombre, eh, Sombre Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know what across is. Versario de... Al lado de... I, I'm just not gonna do the Spanish. <laughs> it's, 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 just, it's just you just say Spider Verse in Spanish, Spider Verse, or just Spider Verse. It's a name. You can literally say it as is because the name. Anyway, though, keep going, Ruthie. Uh, I'm I'm lovely audience. I am a simple woman. I like thinky movies and I like animation that make brain go and brain go watching this movie there were so many really cool animation styles yes. uh god bless the animators i hope i rest their Agreed. hands in peace uh fuck lord and miller for putting them through that uh yeah yes i i just everything, really enjoy I, I agree with everything about you yeah about about what you say about spider-verse except yeah. it's placing in the top 10 
<laughs> it's gonna be pissed off at your mine. opinion means sausage it's gonna be pissed to off at mine <laughs> anyway, mm. um ed with with love and respect your opinion is sausage to me it, number <laughs> five it stays i don't know i like it's, it it's not even in my top 10 or i, I know it okay. is congratulations you have no taste anyway but no it, mm-hmm. i yeah i i enjoyed it I have very strong feelings. I enjoyed it too, but I have very strong feelings about the movie. You have thoughts and feelings. Thoughts and feelings. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Those do shit. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Anything else? Um. Yeah, I think I... I I'm kind of more broad with my stuff. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Just give me, you know. Yeah. Fuck Ed's that ending. Uh, my number five. Barbie. It's so fucking good. I don't it know how you have it on your 10 or whatever the fuck you put it on. I like the other ones a little better. It's not like they're... Like, I, I know Barbie is like... Are, are like Thematically, or not thematically, like, everything-wise, Barbie should be higher on the list. I 100% agree with you on that. I just kind yeah, of like some of the movies more. personal taste. Just yes, it's, it's a mix of, like, professional things. and personal taste. Yeah. And honestly... Like yeah. you guys have professional taste. I, I will. I will say once. Once. Once it hit my top. My top five. I turn into more of a, of a critic, cinephile kind of shit than just like me and get out of here. They're still really get. good, and I still really enjoyed them. <laughs> Go on now, get. We don't do critiques here. <laughs> Barbie. So yeah, Barbie's my number five. Uh, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie should have been nominated. I uh, hate the Academy so fucking much. Except for yeah. last year when everything everywhere once sweeped. <laughs> oh yeah, except for that. And do you know Dune kind of swept also? When it, yeah, when Dune it was, did pretty good in twenty in the twenty twenty two. Uh, I can't remember. It's Dune swept like a lot. I think it won like the second most, or most, and it just didn't win best picture. <laughs> so fuck the economy until they agree with me. In yeah. which case, you know, as is tradition. Yeah studios the studio tried to get rid of the park bench scene that's an that's the whole point of the i would movie. have rioted are you kidding me that mm-hmm. is the entire point really? of the movie in Holy one moly. scene <laughs> also the lady the old woman who sits on the bench next to barbie she was one of the uh makeup artists for the movie oh really oh, god oh that's nice yeah I'm so glad they didn't get rid of it. Yeah, no, Greta. Why didn't Greta get a fucking nomination? Yeah. It's so infuriating. I've noticed for the most part, I'm going to eat my words in like, I know I'm going to eat my words here. And like when I say my, some of my other ones, because you'll be like, wait, this actor got in for a -hmm. subtle acting, but subtle acting doesn't usually win you awards. Correct. There's only it has to be convincing acting, but su- good convincing subtle acting doesn't is give awards, which sucks. Yeah, but uh, I will say, however, like I just like, and I feel that we're gonna get a situation of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, what happened to him when he didn't win Best Actor for Wolf of Wall Street? Because then they just kind of. Pity Oscared him for The Revenant. For Margot? No, Leonardo DiCaprio. He didn't win Best Actor for 
Wolf of Wall Street, and then they kind of pity gave him an Oscar for Revenant. No, so I get who are you that. giving I the? Who are you? Greta Gerwig. Uh, Greta okay. Gerwig, I think, is going to get a pity win next time she comes out with a movie. Didn't Lady Bird get nominated? Yes, and it won a couple film. things, but oh my god! And Booksmart also got nominated for a few things. I think, or I don't think it did actually. Wait, Booksmart did. She did really? Booksmart also, right? I don't know if she did Booksmart, but I know she did. She did Little Women. Yeah, she did. Oh, Little Women. She did not do. Yeah, and she did. It's white so white, funny. Was, I have like this super feminist friend of like coworker of mine in the past, right? And then I'm like, oh, what do you think of Little Women? Like, I was talking to her about She's like, oh, it sucks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's Greta. <laughs> I haven't seen Little Women, so I was just more surprised. But the way she talked about she didn't like it kind of scared me away from it. Not gonna lie. So it's uh, my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Hey! hey. It, it, it shit, Ed. It <laughs> the punching bag, the animation for the punching bag moment lives rent-free in my head all fucking year. Okay? The 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 scene of of Miguel O'Hara grabbing Spider-Man and then shooting his strings and slamming him onto the train mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. rent-free in my head. Yes. Movie's good. It. Fuck that ending. Okay, point being though, <laughs> it's an episode, point being, I'm not going to ignore that. So. <laughs> Ed, you have like, you have the salt of like two league players right now, and that's like way too much, yeah. dude. Your poor kid, drink some water. Die. Dude, no, 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 this is, this is like half a league player, okay? Fair enough, half a league player, you're right. <laughs> drink some water. You're right, you're I agree. You're too salty. You're too salty though, lower it down. We're taking to the doctor, salt intake. Anyway. <laughs> This movie is so good. Okay, like, do I like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse writer? Yes. But I think that's a more, like, complete movie, and I think I was more surprised. Wait, hold up. Did you just say Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is a more complete movie? No, I know what I'm saying, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not letting the incompleteness of a cross bring it down. The other issue, though, is that I was less surprised, for the most part, by a cross. Because Into was already such a big surprise. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know animation could really do all this shit. And the cross was more like, oh, wow, they just really tried some new stuff. Like, it's cool. Like, it's amazing. Like, okay, I'm going to go, like, do you know how they animated Hobie? Spider-Punk. Hobie's, Hobie being in that movie was actually one of the craziest things I've seen. Do you know animation? how they animated him, Ed? No. His mask is animated, I think it's like his arms are animated at like three frames, or like... Wait, different body parts are animated at different frames? No, no, the guitar's animated at like a frame and a half, his arms are like three, his mask, when it's off, it's like four, and here's the thing, and because Hobie is inconsistent and doesn't like rules, all these switch every once in a while. So you're telling me that the frame rates for different body parts are different and they constantly change? Yes, for Hobie, for Spider Punk, except, because... except except when his mask is off, his face no, is very no 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 no. His very... mask is still no. It's all changing all the time. It's just no, I, no, think no, I was trying to remember off the top I'm of my just head. Saying, Hobie's Hobie's face when his face is showing, it's very standard across. No, it looks like not fully. No, here's the mm. thing. This is the kind of details I love and hate about this because I hate because of how the working conditions were to get that. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not going to say, like, oh, yeah, but, like, it made art. No, fuck that. They pay 
respect your animators. Art is not suffering. Art should not be made through suffering. Unless, like, you're into that shit. Which, Art should whatever. make the viewers suffer. Yes! Thank you! Yes. Thank you, Ed. Perfect. Love that. You win the podcast this week, Ed. Uh, that that should be a sticker. That should be a fucking sticker. Anyway, though, um, <laughs> but point being, like, that's just one small detail. And then there's details like that hidden throughout the entire movie. It's, like, different versions of the movie. Like, once they, they had to patch the movie a little bit because of audio stuff. But they also snuck in so that, like, depending on which ver- which theater you were at and seeing what time you're seeing the movie at, you get different versions of the same movie. Just yep. small little deta- scenes that were slightly tweaked for, like, one joke. The movie's right. insane. It is. Agreed. Except that the placing on your list. Ruthie, what's your <laughs> uh, You're four? outvoted, motherfucker. Thank I you, know I am. I don't ah! care. I'm outvoted by, like, literally the entire world, but I don't care. Number four. Past lives. I saw it last night. She watched it while I was at school. He made me watch it while I was alone, and I told him I don't like sad movies. And, he's and like, it, it wasn't that sad. There was a sadness to it. There was a sadness to it, but it wasn't like deep, depressing. Like it's not the kind of movie that will make you cry, but it is still heart wrenching. I liked it. It was like drinking a delicate rose tea. It was just a really beautiful story of two friends what could have been uh the the exact words that i used to hector last night it felt like a love letter to love in all its different forms yeah that one got me beautifully put ruthie and uh i really enjoyed how everybody apparently is calling this the cucking movie i actually really liked how uh this movie displayed uh relationship conflicts because they didn't pussyfoot around with the hollywood will they won't they bullshit uh one character was like i am scared and worried about this and then another character was like i hear that don't it's fine yeah Oh my god, Nora and Arthur's scene at the bed. Yes. After, after I was he... trying to be vague, but oh. thank you. Oh. Dude, Arthur's such a cutie. Yeah, no, the movie's so... I'm gonna stop before. I'm gonna stop before. I vote Arthur uh, Himbo of the Year. He's not even a himbo, he's <laughs> smart. He wrote a whole ass book. We can't say the he's same. Called Boner. Boner. The book yeah. called Boner. Boner. That is hilarious. It reminded me of my number three three pick but yeah honestly i feel <laughs> like like it was it was so strange because like it kind of had that hollywood thing of like because arthur even mentioned in that scene like this would make a great story of like you're spoiling your know, spoiling know, for I know, everyone I'm dude sorry i'm sorry you should take this out you should take, take that out past lives is a great movie love it um but it, it's just, just it, wait my main point was it's kind of like the Grand Budapest Hotel, where it's a super yeah, funny movie, but it doesn't make you laugh out loud kind of thing. Yeah. And this one is a very sad movie, but it doesn't make you cry. At least in my opinion. You know what I have? Uh, the the one that I really enjoyed that didn't make me laugh out loud once? What, what We Do in the Shadows, the original movie. <laughs> I enjoyed that so much. Hector thought I hated but, it because I did not laugh. But... <laughs> Bat, bat. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. All right. Uh, My number four. Yeah. Poor things. And this is where it comes full circle. Right, you're the only one of us who's seen it. Hmm? You're, you're the only one of us who's seen it. Let her rip. <sighs> I'm sorry, but I'm going to spoil the themes of the movie. And a little bit of the movie. I mean, themes is different. Themes so, is different. This is... Watching Poor Things is what made me like Bo is Afraid so much. Because Poor Things is... Bo is Afraid. But on the female perspective. It is everything society feels a woman should be like. And it is terrible if you don't conform to it, just like Bo's afraid, who is not a real man. <laughs> In poor things, Bella Ramsey or whatever fucking Bella, she is very open in exploring her sexuality. And because she has a lot of sex, she's called a whore. Which is not right. Like, why can men explore and have a lot of sex and be called nothing? And then a woman does that to a much lesser degree, and all of a sudden she's a whore. Like, because men control the media and the culture. Yes, every, like, yes, not yes, always, but a lot of times they control the media and the culture, so they can just. Again, say, yes, they control also how men view themselves and how society views men. Just like in Bo is Afraid. Yep. And Poor Things is the same thing, just with women. And it is heartbreaking to see just like how much, how difficult it is to be a woman. Barbie does this too. It's so fucking horrible. It's almost like what yeah. Barbie's saying about uh, fucking patriarchy. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, everyone. Barbie was more of a, of a commentary on the whole. And then poor things was more commentary on the individual, and that's I I feel that these both these movies coming out on the same year are very very good to just like have that whole view of shit. And poor things is amazing, mm-hmm. and Willem Dafoe is great in it, and Mark Ruffalo's hilarious in it. Movie's actually surprisingly funny, and it's it's just so like and there's a lot of things that she does that like people say that's not proper in civilized society screw civilized society basically may i may i also say something in favor of yes. things having not seen it i really like all the instagram ads i'm seeing where uh it's scenes from the movie but underneath it is the script oh yeah i've seen those yeah i'm really enjoying just watching those, have you seen like, the because it's sorry ver- go ahead no no yeah it's just like uh, like Willem Dafoe's monologue about uh, I haven't heard why, that one. I skipped that one. Why he's feeling what he's mm-hmm. feeling and he's denying his feelings. Or uh, one I saw today was uh, Bella dancing. I saw the Bella dancing one today. Yeah, that was a good. Yes, one. the dancing Props scene is the, great. The yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what was I gonna say? Did, have you seen the production design from those things? Yes, the steampunk looking world's what drew me in. I'm like, wait, it's steampunk? Fuck yeah. And then I got busy. The thing is, like, Barbie did a really good job of it being a stage and looking like a real place. Poor Things did a really good thing of just making it look like a stage, and it is, and it it works because it's you're seeing the world for the first time through Bella's eyes, basically. And it it just fits perfectly because things in the movie makes it make more sense but yes 
Poor Things is a great movie. Number three, Hector. The last three were really hard. They were just swapping between each me. other time and time and time and time and time and time These and time These last again. three were the most locked in for me. Uh, speaking of uh, like movies like books like Boner, uh, I'm not going to say the joke because I don't want to ruin it. American Fiction. <laughs> Fuck. What? Oh, no, I was trying to tell you don't say that one. That's going to ruin it. But yeah. But yeah. I'm hilarious. Yeah. But no, it was such a good film. I did not know a film could get like we've been talking about it. Uh Hector saw it this weekend. I saw it a couple weekends ago with my mom. Uh I can't see it, but I'm just sitting here shaking my head. You know why it's so high? Did did you also have it as number 3? No, I it's not even in my top 10. It's not even an honorable it mention. Has... In 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 my rankings of the ten best picture nominees, I'm pretty sure it's seven or eight. I didn't like it. Really? Why? Why? Uh it's too like mm, it's really on the nose for like its main thing. I, I thought it was per I, I thought And it, it just wasn't okay, very... I think we I don't know. It wasn't super engaging. You don't need subtlety all the time, especially when you're trying to send out a message that isn't shared often. But like, I don't know. I just didn't think it was. I thought I I get where you'd come from. I get where you're coming from. I think the movie handled it well. It's it has a weird meta layer to it with the reason that he wrote the book. Part of the reason why he wrote the book. Being vague on purpose, mm-hmm. but also there's so much heart in it in this film, and like it really does a good job of studying like intersectionality, you know, because like it's about race, it's about like culture. It, there's a lot of like rich or like wealth adding into that equation, and like how well educated they are. I mean, the dude's name is literally Thelonious, named after Thelonious Monk, the famous jazz pianist. Like, come on. That's a very bougie, like, a very classy, like, that's, like, the one of the, mo- if I remember, if I understand my jazz correctly, so I could be very morally wrong, it's, like, naming your kid Mozart. <laughs> like, it's, the no, like, jazz-wise, he, Thelonious Monk is a, you know, is a godfather of the genre, and just, like, that's one, it, I don't know, I, I'm getting myself lost in the weeds here, but there's a lot of intersectionality here. And the movie does such a good job exploring it, especially near the end. And I, I fucking loved it. Also, like, uh, was it Jeffrey Wright? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright can do no wrong. He yes. is so pretty good job. He voice smooth end. like butter. Voice mm-hmm. is so smooth. I, I, God, that man is so good. I want his voice on my pancakes. <laughs> I want if I he want had an audio. I was telling I was telling a coworker in an audiobook. I was just saying the same thing about to my coworker. Like if if I could have his in an audiobook, like it, does the American fiction book because this is based off a book. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I said that it should be the, the book that this movie is based off. Yeah. Of. You should yeah. read you should audiobook the book. I couldn't remember where I got that. Thank you. Yeah. It, yeah, it was you. Uh but yeah, it should he should be on the book of it. He should Um I might actually read the book. Supposedly the book's really good. It doesn't... You can watch the movie, read the book, and it's still... It's, you know, you know how it is. Stuff gets lost in adaptation. But, uh, yeah. I, I really loved it. 
Also, the I love. I know people are like, why is it nominated for best soundtrack? Motherfucker, it is jazz. It is good jazz. There's some key. There's some songs where I'm like, this is this does sound like Thelonious Monk. That makes so much sense. It was so good. This is gonna sound weird, especially because I haven't seen Frasier, but it felt like Black Frasier. <laughs> And I don't know how to explain it because I haven't seen Frasier. I mean, they're oh both very God. classy people, but they're also, like, really terrible to each other. God damn it, it does kind of track. It does kind of track. It's like Frasier if it was not as... Yeah. Tossed salad and scrambled eggs, am I right? <laughs> not toss salad! That That's the line! That's not the toss song. salad! What is it? Toss salad's when you eat someone's asshole. The, the song is Tossed Salad and Scrambled Eggs. Is it really? Yes! Because it was before that euphemism. You're joking. I'm not! Uh, what? What's your number three, Ruthie? <laughs> the Holdovers. Oh, God. I loved it. I haven't it was seen good, it. It yeah. So, I... Uh, am not a sad movie person. She is not. I, I hate it. My life is sad enough. I don't need a movie <laughs> to remind me of what sadness is like. I just have to remember last Tuesday. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have to pull out a it's, yearbook. It's it's good. I'll, I'll give you that. But like, it, it just didn't do it for me for some reason. Okay, that's your problem, and also, bitch. And you like scary movies and joyless films. So yeah. like, let, let, yeah. that's Let's be honest here. I'm not even denying it. Keep going. What do, you, what do you like about this film? It's it's like a classic Christmas movie that somebody lost in their attic for years and years. And then they remembered, oh shit, I got to give this back to Hollywood so they can actually put it in the movies. Mm. Wasn't it filmed? Or didn't it look like granular and it, stuff? It was very granular. Uh, I really liked the aesthetic of it. Paul Giamatti knocked it out of the fucking park. Sure not did. only did he like nail the professor aesthetic he also like turned a jackass and gave him a heart of gold uh the guy who plays the kid played a really amazing teenager it's like the director didn't even touch him didn't even hand him a script he was like here's the vibe go yeah uh davine yes beautiful thanks for the oscar awesome it's a very good chance i hope so very good chance Can I say the funny story about Paul Giamatti I heard recently? Yes. Someone asked him what's the movie he gets reckon what's the movie he kind of yes, gets recognized I saw for the that most? Real. And it was he was like big fat liar. And he's not even mad. He's like, I love that. I love making that film. So mm-hmm. I'm like, that's good to hear. Cause I that every time I think Paul Giamatti, it's big fat liar. Cause that was like the first movie I was introduced to him with. Yeah. Have you seen it, Ruthie? I've not. You haven't seen Big Fat Liar? No. Oh shit. I know, we're, do- I know we're doing I know we're doing I haven't too. seen it either. Eh, oh my god I, oh man i know i'm getting both of you to watch it is it it is so silly but yeah i i like the holdovers i'll leave you with this uh if you want a nostalgic christmas movie you should watch it yeah i agree with that statement um also hector it's kind of funny that you say that i like joyless and horror movies because my top three my top two don't fit that bill at all. But yeah, but you did disagree with me fully. I did not. Also, <laughs> yeah, but to keep in line with Joyless, my number three, Oppenheimer. 
Yep. <laughs> I mm-hmm. knew it. Film bro all the way. It's, Film bro all the way. It, it is good. It is. I it's think. It's a very good I film. I think Nolan's best. I honestly, I 100% agree mm-hmm. with you. I 100% agree with you. It just was not my cup of tea fully. It was. It is. But. Yeah. It's not being talked about enough because people are talking about Christopher Nolan and Killian Murphy. But why is nobody talking about Robert Downey Jr. in this movie? He's going to win the Best Supporting Actor. Yes, he's nominated. It's obvious. But oh my god, why is nobody talking about it? Because he's going to win. Mother. That Wait, man. Wait, what do you mean talking about it? That's all I've been hearing on the internet for I months. haven't been seeing it at all. I've just been hearing a really? bunch about Killian Murphy. Really? I've seen so much of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. on also, the internet. Speaking of, I've had the feeling he's going to win since I saw the Robert damn Downey movie. Jr.? Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, that he was one, that he was going to get nominated, two, that he was going to yeah, win. But, yeah, Ryan Gosling also, should deserve also, it. I'm not going to lie. Also, let's... I want to bring up a thing that we just found out recently that it's Killian Murphy, not Cillian Murphy. Or it became... You found out. It, I already it, it became, I've been saying Killian for a while. Now, at least. Right? It became widely known mm, recently. Killian Murphy, not Cillian. <laughs> Have you guys and, seen the picture of someone photoshopped of Killian holding the pipe and it's really long? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know why. Sorry, I'm not trying to ruin your vibe. I just remember that picture now. And I'm like... So, <laughs> and, and, and then it was just revealed to me how to pronounce Chalamet's name. It's not... That wasn't recent. I, I found out recently that it's not Timothy. It's not Timothy Chalamet. You... It's not anything that else I tried to do. It is Timothée. Oh. Timothée okay. Chalamet. We're halfway there. Which rhymes, which is awesome. Also, he said that, like, you can call him Timothy, Timothée, Timmy, any of that? Not Tim. That is a red zone. <laughs> He's he does not have Tim no, energy. No, but I, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna keep calling that. him Timothy because I don't feel right saying Timothée because I don't have the French shit. The French. You Timothée. know, you know he play. You know he's actually an avid gamer. Supposedly, yes, he is. <laughs> it was really everyone's like, why is he like uh, he, announcing he, the game of the year? Took, but no, took, that makes sense. Like, a lot of the cast and crew do he forced like he bought every ticket in a theater and forced them all to watch Top Gun Maverick <laughs> yes really uh, unfortunately Josh Brolin didn't go which movie? but Zendaya and Florence Pugh uh, he, oh for Dune dude Timothy Timothy he Top Gun Maverick he said he's watched it like 12 or 13 times yeah sometimes <laughs> when we just yeah. hit I get it I yes, Oppenheimer, very good, very good. Nolan's best work. Uh, Killian did great. Robert Downey Jr. is amazing. <gasps> Emily Blunt and Florence Pugh are also great in here. Oh my god, everything's so good. Oh, that final scene. Oh. Anyways, number two, Hector. I need a minute after you moaning like that, dude. Jesus. <laughs> it's a good movie. Get me pregnant with that. <laughs> Get me pregnant with that. Number two. I think Ed and I have the same two and one. But number two, and I hate to admit that he was right about this one, not being number one, Radical. Radical for all y'all English speakers. Yeah. Yeah, Radical. Uh, 
Perdóname, estoy una gringo. Era una de mis películas más favoritas del año. No, hay mucho que quiero decir de esta película, pero Dios mío, no puedo hoy. So I'll say in English instead. Uh, <laughs> I'll do a quick Spanish review. Nice. I'm not going to translate that for it. So if anyone gets it, you're, props to you. you <laughs> props to you. But yeah, no, this movie, dude, it, I, I, people are like, what, give me like a quick vibe. And I just say Patch Adams, but teaching. And like, like, it's so good. Like, it's not like as silly or like as goofy as like the early half of Patch Adams. But, like, man, this movie has so much heart. And usually I don't like those, like, made, you know, based on a true story films. Because there's always, like, some level of, like, cheesiness or, like, melodrama. But this movie had, like, none of that. It was just a clean, like... It was very real. The script was just... It was very huh? real. Very real. Like, there was a few times where I'm like, okay, this is gonna go this way. And then, nope, left turn, swerve. And I'm like, oh... Oh, okay. And I think, yeah, by the end of it, I was nearing in tears. Ed, you were, like, crying for the last half of it. No shame. Completely feel your feelings, bro. I was completely happy you were I watched the movie three times, there. and I cried all three times. Jeez. That, yeah, that's that. if that's the biggest glow, that's the biggest positive review, Ed. Yeah, because, uh, freaking, say. uh... Everything Everywhere All at Once did that to me. I watched it like four times and I cried every single time. It just hits the same every single time. Same with Radical. But yeah, Radical, I hope the Blu-ray comes mm -hmm. soon. I, I want that movie so bad. Yeah, I'm gonna want I'm gonna have to buy But I'm also gonna buy Boas Afraid because Well now we know what your rest of your list oh, is. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. I'm joking. <laughs> Whatever. Fine. You're fine. It's fine. Anyway, Ruthie, what's number your number two? two? Objectively, number two, best movie of 2023, No Holds Barred. Wait, number two? Objectively, number two, American Fiction, eat shit. <laughs> Anything okay. you want to say about the movie? Yes. Um, the movie disguises itself using the main premise. Yeah, it really does actually. If you because if you took the actual plot of the movie, people would make all kinds of crazy racist assumptions about it, and I love that it's just a big fuck you to the Oscars. It really is. It that's what it's never going to win. It's not going to win a single damn Oscar. It can never win best picture because uh it insists it, like it that's the whole premise of the movie. It's and like you just slap the right sticker on it, and it has to win. And, and here's the funny thing. People are like, that's not true. Okay, hey guys, what movie did Will Smith win an Oscar for? What movie, after all his years of making movies, what movie did he finally win an Oscar for? Who did he play? Think about that. Remember. Who did he play? <laughs> he played a slave. Mm. Yep. That's the, the that's the reason Chris Rock the really funny bit about Chris Rock's stand up. I I saw the few minutes where he talks about the Will Smith slap. Uh -huh. He said afterwards he kept seeing the scene where Will Smith got whipped again and again and again. Mm. Um, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. You know, yeah, slap slap the right sticker on it and it should win and I know I'm going to get flacked for this but Moonlight Moonlight You thought it was Oscar bait? Moonlight 
was the biggest Oscar bait I've ever seen in my entire life. Because that is bullshit, and you know it. It is a minority of a minority of a minority. Green Book, Green Book, Green Book, Green Book. Green Book was oh my god, that's almost as bad as Crash, or worse than Crash winning. So which is worse, Green Book or fucking uh, Moonlight? Uh, Green Book is definitely worse. But Moonlight, then take it back. Moonlight is one of the most Oscar bait movies I've ever seen in my life, and I hate that it won because it is a minority poor. It is a minority black. Another minority gay. Like. You can't get more Oscar bait than that. All these underrepresented, I, underrepresented I really minorities in book just slapped into one character in this movie, and it wins. I I genuinely love it. It is good. I, I agree. I it's good, but oh my fucking god, <laughs> it, it is, is the so most good. Oscar bait shit. And this that's exactly what American Fiction was saying. You just put the right labels on it. No, I and it I, wins. I, I understand. No, I agree with you, but I also I thought the acting in some of the scene and some oh, of the I agree it's a good movie. Cinematography. But I, I'm, I'm a sure sucker I, there for were like better each. movies that year. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like I'm a sucker for beach, like beaches and movies. If you can get a beach the, shot the beach really well, I Maharshala Ali, yeah. it's like grappling hooks in video games. Okay, if you can get a good beach thing in there, I'm mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Sorry for hijacking. So that was so yeah. I don't know if you were done. Yeah. Okay, my number two. Not. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, okay. I guess I'm done now. I thought <laughs> I thought you said you were done. No, she no. was like, okay, no, she wasn't ahead. done. Let's yeah. keep going. No, I just really enjoyed the movie. Uh, don't like sad movies. I don't like jazz. I enjoyed the soundtrack. <laughs> These fuckers keep torturing you say me. You don't like jazz, and, jazz and then oh my god, okay. And then you shove it down my throat. And now you like it, right? Everyone. What? No. Every <laughs> time people like you try and force me to like jazz, I hate it even more. Genuinely. You are not helping your case. I ask her for permission before I play jazz stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... I know, but I like... Shove it you down know, her throat. Yes. Our whole La La Land thing, like, it's more about the movie. Whatever. Whatever. She liked the movie. She didn't like the jazz. Yeah, the movie was okay you, for like you a liked, sad movie. You liked the, the more musical, no, like yeah, music I like numbers. musicals. I don't like jazz. <laughs> yeah, but the, it's not always jazzy musical numbers, yeah. which helps. Which yeah. helps, but the jazzy musical numbers are oh my god. <laughs> no, I hundred percent agree with you personally. But my it, point being, despite being a sad movie with jazz music all throughout, I genuinely joy enjoyed it. Uh, it it just gives you a lot of emotion in one go. A lot of happy, a lot of sad, a lot of like, really? It, it just kind of runs the gambit, and I really enjoyed it. And Ed, I know you said you hated I it. I didn't hate it. You make it sound like you hate it, but the next time that you watch it, don't watch it for the main plot mm-hmm. that the, the movie force feeds you peel back the subtext text because this is a very good thinky movie i god i love you so much right now thank you also personally i think part of what made me like it uh well not like it but it was just kind of i don't know my grandma's going through a similar shit as the mother right now so that kind of just kind of like okay maybe that kind of brought it more home to me a little too yeah my grandmother too yeah Anyway, let's change the subject before I start yes. tearing up. All right, Ed, number two. Talk about how much you love Red. Funny, I love how. Numero dos. 
I said I was going to be the villain this episode. Ed just went on the most, like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Keep going. Hey, keep Número going, dos. you racist. Go, keep going. <laughs> Número dos. Radical. Yeah. Lloré las tres veces que vi esta película. En las dos <laughs> veces que, las dos mismas veces. Igual como uh, Everything Everywhere. Y es verdad lo que Héctor dijo que esta película tiene un gran like corazón heart I don't know tiene tanto de eso y it has a lot of heart sí. what he's saying I'll y, translate y tiene, that part because that's new information y, yo no sé que es tan emocional y, y te involucra tanto con el personaje ahí de, de otro ¿Me puedes decir eso otra vez? ¿Qué dijiste? Uh, basically, like you just get so involved with people, with the people in that movie, and you get to know them so well. And it, and it is again a, a true life story that doesn't fall for the based on a true story kind of films of like like Maestro is a huge one where it's like you, you gotta know all about this character and all about this shit and like get really the full thing and then it is based on the teacher and the students, but like you don't, it's, it's a different kind. I don't know how to describe it, but like it's, it's about the characters, but more about the, 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 the change that they put in motion really. And it really shows like how, God, how kids, like how our education system is so fucked. And so, like, not actually, like, getting kids excited about learning and su and such, and like, school, school, yeah. And, no, it's and sad. This is how it really is. is how it should be. And it, it's just, it, it's it's an incredible movie, and I'm sad that it wasn't that Mexico did not push it to be in the running for. I don't think Banks have got any film this year. No, they they didn't they didn't the put it in. They put they didn't, they didn't put anything in for uh, Oscar nomination of like foreign language. They didn't put Radical in. Yeah, which is sad. It was too much. It, it, even if it got in, it wouldn't have won, and that's the shame. Mm. Who knows? It's a great film, but I mean, it's you it, know. it'll it'll probably still lost to Zone of Interest. I feel that that's gonna win best foreign, but yeah. Zone of Interest is gonna win. Yeah. It's a it's a and it's Holocaust my number film. ten yeah. of the top ten of the best picture nominated ten. It's my number ten. You saw Zone of Interest? Yeah, I saw all ten best picture nominees, and Zone of Interest is number ten. Oh damn! It is my least favorite. Is this the first year you've watched all ten? No. Actually, let's do this differently because then I have the same number one. I have a good feeling on Ruthie. Let go. You're number mm. one. Hey, Bobby. Barbie. Hey. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Barbie is my number one movie. Okay. Uh, fuck anybody who says different. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, I've been getting a lot of flack because of how much I enjoyed it. From who? You called me basic no, two days ago. Not because don't of that. Even. Not because of that. Not because of that. It was a joke. Okay. This is okay. Please erase this. This was a fucking joke I said to you in private. 
There was a fucking joke off of one other thing I don't remember. I'm now still what it was. salty. I'm keeping it in. And now she thinks I'm calling her basic she like Barbie. I completely understand why everyone's putting Barbie in their higher ups. It's just like other movies spoke to me differently. Yeah, and that movie spoke to Ruthie. I was raised. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. That's great. I want to hear why it's her number one. I don't know if I can explain it if you haven't seen Legally Blonde. Because the two of them, it's like, this is the, the spiritual successor to Legally Blonde. I completely see it. Legally Blonde is about how everybody sees very stereotypic, like, mainstream beautiful people as being, like, kind of shoved in a box. And Barbie is about, like, unshoving yourself from the box. And so is Legally Literally. Blonde. Gay or but, European? Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not in the movie. That's only the I know, musical still, version. Is that really only the musical version? Yes. Damn. <laughs> yeah. No, in the movie, it's just straight. Oh, he's gay. I love that song. Damn. In the musical, he's gay and European. <laughs> European. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, as I've been saying, I like movies that make me think Barbie. Uh, yes, it's a mainstream Hollywood movie, but. Uh, first of all, it turns around and gives the mi- middle finger to like mainstream Hollywood. It really like challenges what you would expect from a mainstream movie, especially now in the age of Marvel, where like I don't know, it feels like a lot of mainstream movies don't stand for really stand for anything, so they kind of fall for anything. Yeah, no, hundred percent agree. But this movie wears its themes on its chest. I know it didn't like stick the landing for you, hon, but like. Not like not like super badly. It just just like with certain things, it didn't like. I disagree that it didn't stick the landing. I think it did. For for, for Hector, part. I'm saying that the reason that it's so low on his tears because it didn't like meet. The, it, it was kind of convoluted and confusing in this one aspect. I almost I got that. lost. I almost got lost. And I can totally see that. But barring that, if you're just looking at the overall movie. It's really interesting the more you think about Barbie and Ken, because everybody says that Ken's the antagonist, but that's only if you have the media literacy of my fucking cat. Or Ben Shapiro. Actually, yeah, no, Boomer has way better media literacy. Yeah, no, Boomer does, actually. Uh, Unironically. Unironically, he does, but like... Ken is not the antagonist of the movie. Ken is the deuteragonist. He is experiencing the same problems as Barbie, but mirrors her the entire time. Barbie is an emotional stand-in both for the for women in the audience, but also for the men too. And Ken is an emotional stand-in both for the men in the audience and the women, both in different ways, both in very valid ways. This movie was so well thought out it's carefully crafted in most if not all of its uh endeavors i just really fucking enjoyed it so why wasn't greta gerwig Uh, nominated for best director sexism Mm -hmm. there's one valid complaint i kind of heard uh i saw like a someone talking about how it's weird that we're talking about there were there was an accus- uh, accusation of racism that, like, we care so much about these two women in particular, Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie. But, like, okay. For me, they 
they did have a really good performance. I can't compare Greta to Bradley and say that one, sh like, Bradley should be, be nominated for Best Director and Greta shouldn't. The issue is, is that the Oscars only want one woman director at a time. Yeah. And they picked, uh, who, who was it? Ed. Uh, no, it was What's Her Face? Past Lives. It, it wasn't was Past not, Lives. I think, I think She's I was nominated wrong. for Best Director. She is? Yes. No, she you is check? not. I checked. Nope, I know. Nope, nope, It is uh, Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, Anatomy, oh, Anatomy of a Fall, that and was it. Martin Scorsese, Christopher Nolan, Jorgos Lanthimos, and Jonathan Glazer. Oh, I think Celine, what's her name? Celine Song. Celine Song, I think, deserves. I know it's her first one, but if we can give Bradley. Did Bradley? I don't know. She Bradley was not nominated for directing. Special. Okay, I didn't know. I couldn't remember who's nominated. It's I don't, only I don't look at the Oscar nominations. Those are the Flower honest. Moon, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. And Anatomy of a Fall is a yeah, female director. Yeah, for me, Barbie should have been on that list because uh, Greta Barbie took should have such been, care with Barbie that. Barbie should have been on that list and like over Martin Scorsese. Really? Damn. You you heard it not from me, folks. Damn. Mm -hmm. I would also take out Jonathan Glazer for Zone of Interest, but I'm just super biased against that movie. But <laughs> barring enough. that, every other every other director is very non very well put there except Martin Scorsese. I mean, no, he's also very good to be there, but like Greta just did everything better. No, no, she did really great. I'm a little, I was a little sad to hear. And Marco encapsulated everything about Barbie. Like she nailed the park bench scene. Uh, she convinced me that being a human woman is actually pretty nice sometimes. Yeah, but like, I'm saying, like, wait, wait so, but like, people were actually like saying. It was, what what was racist about it? Like that we were talking so much about. Uh, she Oregon was saying Margaret that Robbie? it's weird that we complain. She's saying no, it's no, no. weird that uh, people are complaining that two white women aren't nominated for Oscars when there's so many people of color that get overlooked every year. Every year. And I'm not saying that those people deserved to be snubbed. Obviously, that is not the case. There are so yeah, like, many. You you also amazing have to recognize performances when something's great and when somebody did a, an amazing job. And yeah, it sucks that so many people kind of get overlooked. But this is, I hate I hate it when people do that because like I feel bad. Like I feel bad criticizing Moon Knight because I feel like I'm being called racist for criticizing that movie. I feel bad for criticizing for a lot of Moonlight. movies of that are made by black people and all of that. And I feel like I can't criticize them. Because that's would be called racist, and I can't criticize a lot of things like zone of interest. Because maybe now I'm just going to be called an anti-Semite. It it feels really bad. I mean, as long as you don't say the p word, then uh, you won't be labeled an anti-Semite. I don't know what that. I don't want to know. I think, I I think it's your intention. Like I I like to believe, and I know it's a little naive, but I like to believe that like if you can explain, the better you can, not better, but like. If you really are not being hateful, it comes across. Mm -hmm. Like, what's an example? Like, I can criticize. Like, what's an example? Okay, here I have. I have an example. There is a exact conversation. Well, not exact. It's very similar. Not quite on the same vein, but uh, 
between two characters in American fiction talking about the state of oh shit you're right yeah this is an exact conversation in the movie more or less an exact conversation holy shit one character is saying i am so sick of all the stories that is are being told of black people it's always slaves it's always ghetto it's always a white boot on a black neck and i just wish that somebody saw the potential of real black stories not just these stories and the other character her response is potential is only val or what is it what was the exact i can't remember that beautiful quote yeah she had this beautiful quote of like potential is something that people only look for when they don't see enough in reality but it, it's this whole dichotomy. It was that 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 movie was like easy boom. Like it was number one until that... I saw Past Lives. Like it, <laughs> and then Radical I re remembered. But like it was easy top three. That that line made it an easy top three for the year. Because mm-hmm. I've talked to Ruthie about this. I'm like, why is it always like slaves and other shit? Yeah, I may have been too hard on American fiction. You should give it another watch. Give another watch. I. But yeah, um, thank you for that beautiful thing, Ruthie. I I, pre- I can't think of the words. So I appreciate it. I'm running out of steam. Okay, Ed, let's right, just finish Hector. this. Three, two, one, past, past lives. lives. Yep. Amazing. It, it is It is the, a love story of the ages. And oh, God. I just want to talk about Arthur and Nora's chemistry here. But that is spoiler, so we will not. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it it is just so... It is so interesting to me. It's real. I've seen a lot of relationships like this. It follows this Hollywood kind of like very, very... It follows this very very rom-com kind of... Yeah. ...story... But it's very unique. There's something different about it. It's real. It it's, feels real. It's, like yeah, I've it been. Is, it is like real life. Yes, this, like, is, this is the shit that happens in real life. Like talking about like yeah, I'm actually jealous. Like as soon as like oh, I'm actually a little jealous of the guy, but he, I'm still gonna let you see him. Like not in an angry way. Like Dude, I'm doing. That was it. one I'm of the, the that line. was one of the best things. Like as soon as Arthur says that, I'm like oh, Arthur's Arthur's the real bro. I was like. He was your he was your childhood sweetheart. It's not like I'm going to tell you you can't see him, like yeah, he totally understands. And and then like he also knows that like he he gets jealous obviously, and Nora understands that. And like oh god, it's just so yeah. like like it's all about it's all about like Nora and her son. But but it's. It, for me, the Arthur Nora was like what one the movie for Dude, me. Dude, same. No, it was so solid. I loved their relationship. I was so nervous about that, but everyone felt developed. Um, I'm trying to be a marriage and couples therapist. I'm sure a lot of you who listen frequently know this. I genuinely love this film because it does show a lot of like good relationship stuff. Like, communicate clearly. Everyone, usually in, like, movies, they make the stupid decision just mm-hmm. to, like, keep the drama going. But in here, it's just really... Yeah, if this was any other romance movie, Arthur wouldn't have shared his feelings. Especially because, like, usually the male archetype is... Stoic. Do th- 
they're stoic and they're always like, do the big, grand, crazy gesture. Don't let her say no. But he's vulnerable in this moment. And he's like, putting it all, laying all his cards on the table. And she's like, no, your feelings are just as valid as mine. Also, I chose you. Yeah. like, And I'm choosing you. And that's the thing, like... People are, are, are mis, misinterpreting when Nora says, this is where I ended up. Like, they're, they're taking oh, it as like, kind, of like a, kind of like a, you know, this is just how life worked out for me. And it, but it's, it's it, I, I feel like it's so much more saying, this is where I ended up. People are misinterpreting the fuck out of this movie, mm-hmm. and it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It, it, I think, I think Arthur, Arthur says it. Arthur's quote says what Nora was saying when this is where it ended up. When Arthur says, you make my world so much bigger. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying. That yeah. was such a sweet line. I'm getting emotional now after as I heard it. And then, but also what you said about like healthy relationship and, and like male, men being vulnerable. Hassan does the same thing too. Yes. I don't know much about Korean culture. I had friend, I had Korean friends in high school, mm-hmm. but I don't you know, they were assimilating, so they acted... I don't know if they acted more like us if we already were, you know? I don't fully know when I say this. I don't know how, like, stoic and, like, not sharing they are, but it also feels like hey son was also very much in touch with his feelings the entire film. Like, when he's with his friends and they're drinking and he's with them to help him cheer Wait, from the... Didn't he have the drunk guy crying on his shoulder? Yes. Literally? Yes. Yeah, his friend crying on, on his shoulder. Yes. No, it... I don't know. It's such a good, like, I think my issue with, no, my, I'm, I'm trying to be quick. Sorry. I know. I, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Ranty here. My issue with Barbie, not my issue with Barbie, part of my issue that I pissed me off about Barbie is like, yes, some parts were mis- easily could be misconstrued. I can kind of see some of it, but also like some people really are like, oh, like misogynistic and kind of using that lens throughout the movie to show shit on it. Some of these same people are like really misunderstanding the movie and it pisses me off. The movie being past lives. Past lives, thank you. It pisses me off. Like I jokingly said, like, yeah, the internet's calling the cucking movie, but not like reality, not many. It's it's a few. But like it or like some people were saying, like, oh, like this movie's pro cheating, like you didn't see the fucking movie. This movie's like <laughs> about <laughs> Like this oh person people like I get I get it. I get it. It's hard to sometimes not read nonverbal cues. I get that. I I have a hard time I up until recently I was having a really hard time with it. But thank you, school. But uh this there's is so good. <laughs> this movie's so good. It it's just so healthy. Can, it's can something I, say I want something to do in my life. About yeah, your no, your, your pro cheating thing. It's really funny that people are saying that because Nora and Hayson do such a good job at not having an emotional affair. Yeah. In yeah. This movie. I was worried about that going in. Such a good job at tempering each other. I mean, Nora more so towards Heisung, but Heisung do- does pull his weight. Yeah. On, mm-hmm. on like understanding that he's not pursuing her in intentionally to try and steal from her from steal quotes her from Arthur. And it's very clear. And Nora tempers herself on like, like I love, I loved this kid, but I love this man, Arthur. 
Yeah. This is not the man I love over here. It's it's, it's just yeah. saying goodbye God. to your pa- a past part of yourself. It was so... God, this movie just... We don't get movies like this often. It was... I'm Something emotional. Else. Fuck. Uh, also, and last last point I'll make about make about this movie. I thought it was very very sweet and very uh, good that they showed. Uh, okay, there's more on Arthur because he was such a great character. But like, there's a scene in the movie where he's like they're laying in bed together, Nora and Arthur, and they're talking about like what what food they should get. And I love how Arthur's the one. Like speaking Korean, like like we're not speaking Korean, but like hugging her and like on the side, like with his leg over her, because that's usually what the women are doing, in when in like bed laying scenes together, and he he takes the more submissive role in that scene, and it's, I feel that's so healthy to show that yeah, like, it really is. what it really is no hundred percent yeah I, men can be you know sweet Hashtag and submissive men can be and, little spoons too yeah yes. No, like I've been. It's so, uh, it's so adorable seeing that scene. It was so adorable because so because Arthur's speaking for you and he's trying so hard. And this they're movie like, they're, needs all to be... they're talking about is what food they should get. Oh, it's. I so feel sweet. like I. Oh so, my god! If I'm I was crying. a judge, I'd make a bunch of these Manosphere guys watch this film, but they're just not gonna get it either way. But God, it sucks. It's like the perfect antidote for some of the shit. I'm crying. <laughs> I didn't cry watching the movie, but talking about it, I'm like, oh. Are you actually crying? I can uh, yeah, well, it's, I'm very teary-eyed. Know you know, I get it too. I, I am I get, too. I, I'm getting the the flush feeling in my face. So. No, I'm getting it too. It was such a good film. I I was asked Ruthie; she should see me as I so I watched it the first night, and she could see me, and I was like, cry, I was like tearing up, and like, yeah. it was such yeah. a when when when. When he's, oh, when he turns back and he's like, hey. (sighs) Yeah, no, it's a very, it's sweet, Ed. It's a very sweet film. Oh, yeah. I I like, I also, I learned a new word, Ruthie, today. Deuterogonist. Very, very good. I like it. Yeah. uh, It's the, it's the Sam to the Frodo. It's the Ken to the Barbie. The person's second in importance to the protagonist. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it's it. like, because the protagonist in Greek, sorry, you got me into this. Greek theater, the protagonist, they're the, they're the person who causes, they are the domino that starts. Mm-hmm. The deuteragonist is the second domino to go. I learned the term from Tokyo Ghoul. So I keep thinking of that. Yeah. It's Carl to Rick in Walking Dead. It's, it's the Amon to Kaneki in uh, in Tokyo Ghoul. They're actually on opposite sides, but it follows this other dude in the opposite side, and you get to see more of that world. It, it yeah, I guess that'll be my plug is uh, read Tokyo Ghoul. Don't watch it. Fuck uh, it. Fuck that anime. Read it though. It's it's, my- it's Willem Dafoe's character to to uh, Emma Stone's and poor things. Okay. Or my- more, more Mark Ruffalo actually. Yeah. My plug for this episode. Uh, if you love food. Uh, no, you don't. Watch Tempopo. Then you'll love food. Oh, Tempopo was Tempopo. so good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it, it's another one of those movies. It didn't come out in 2023, but it's like one of my favorite watches of 2023. Yeah, same. We watched it after Christmas. Also, and... uh, I 
completely forgot about it, but this should be on my honorable mentions, if not in my top ten. I'm just too tired to place it in there. Uh, Old Way? Fuck yes. Yeah, I was surprised I didn't put that one in there. I forgot. Nicholas Cage had four movies this year. Yeah, he yeah. Kept, it was crazy busy. I think some of them were delayed from COVID, but yeah, it, yeah. it was a good year for him. Renfield was, for sure. I know that Oh, was. Renfield was so good. All right, uh, but I, I, do, I do want to point out the, the, the like very different reactions we had between the 2022 and this one that we were 2022 we're all excited like whoa everything everywhere it's so good yeah and this one we're like past lives it's so sad <laughs> <laughs> do i have a plug uh i mean magnus archives doom part two is coming out also so putting a fucking a fu- <laughs> wait did you catch up did you wait did you finish magnus no not yet i'm, I'm, I'm halfway through He's halfway through, uh, okay. It's, it's also, so good. good to plug a better podcast than ours and the thing. Yeah. I'm over halfway through. Don't even. Point being, I'm though. Like put... 106, okay. What's the name of the episode? I don't know it by the number. No, we're not talking name. about this right now. <laughs> Please. Uh, Text me after. It's two and a half hours. We're almost at two and a half hours. Let's Cre- just finish Oh, this I'm episode. in 110, Creature Feature. Ooh, this is the one Hector's lo- gonna love. Okay. <laughs> so let's... Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast. I'm thank you for joining us for another year. Yes, join us next time for uh, Lord Reverend D from uh, Rulebooks Anonymous. He asked and Sparks for Sparks of Interest. And Sparks of Interest. If you guys are the one, yes, uh, children. Yes, Final Fantasy Seven Advent Children. And I think he he did it because the game's coming out soon. <laughs> and there's the extended version movie coming out as well. I, we're not going to watch that. We have no yeah. time. <laughs> I've seen Advent Children like twice already. No, the extended version. We I don't have time to go to the theater and see that thing. Yeah. Not during the time it's coming yeah. out. That's my SH season. So So join us next time for Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.